you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with the top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here's your host, John Inglesby. We're some America listeners. Welcome to the 278th ever show of All Around Sports. Reach Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We broadcast live from Boston to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this weekend and what's ahead for the week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. As always, I will give you my highlights lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham of Bama Magazine. Well, my highlight of the week is yesterday's Warriors-Spurs game, uh, an epic confrontation uh, as the Warriors storm back from being 25 points down. Interesting side note, I guess Greg Popovich was... 302-0 and zero when leading a game by 25 points. So that was historic. Uh, but it was all about Kawhi Leonard getting hurt when he came down on uh, the foot of Zaza Petralia from the Warriors. And it just all changed right from there. I think they were up about 23 at the time. And... Steph Curry got hot. This was about midway through the third quarter. The crowd was really, really into it. Great to watch games from uh, Oracle Arena. The Warriors crowd is awesome. They have not been spoiled by the success of recent years. And it just turned into a spectacular game, to say the least. Uh, Steph Curry dominated the third quarter. And then Kevin Durant really stepped up in the fourth quarter. And the Warriors walked away with an unbelievable victory. They're now 9-0 in the playoffs. That's remarkable in and of itself. And uh, just a tremendous game to watch. Uh, A lot of discussion today about whether it was or was not, quote, a dirty play. Uh, by Zaza. Uh, I don't really think so. Uh, He's able to, uh, you know, get that uh, precise, shall we say, that uh, causing Steph, uh, Kawhi Leonard to come down uh, within a millimeter or two of where he had to come down to hurt his, re-hurt his ankle. Well, then uh, he's nothing short of amazing. So, I don't think it was that that was the case, uh, but the Western Conference Finals are off to a spectacular start with yesterday's epic game and uh, should be fun to watch. You can never, ever, ever count the Spurs out with or without Kawhi Leonard. Um, I think we saw that uh, in the last series, to say the least. And uh, that leads into my low light of the week, which is uh, James Harden 
pulling one of the all-time no-shows, literally in the history of sports, uh, at home in Houston in Game 6 last Thursday night. And my first thought was simply that I think we've all wondered, certainly I've wondered, through the years as Harden's career has just emerged and gotten better and better. You know, why did the Oklahoma City Thunder trade him after his uh, no-show and, and practically bumbling performance against uh, uh, the Miami Heat uh, back a few years ago? And Harden was emerging. I think he might have even been a sixth man, but he was clearly special. And then he, uh, you know, he looked horrible in that series. Uh, many teams, I think, would have chalked it up to, you know, First-time finals jitters, but obviously the Thunder didn't, and they traded him immediately thereafter. Um, so I think they saw something then that we've seen uh, a few times since, culminating in last Thursday uh, with, you know, a game six that was in every statistical area completely different from the terrific season that he had where he's clearly uh, – you know, has a chance to win the MVP. It's either him or Russell Westbrook. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And, you know, he didn't take shots. He wasn't aggressive. Uh, <clears throat> no, le you know, no leadership, uh, just all of it start to finish. Uh, no explanation to speak of. Apparently wasn't hurt. Uh, you know, and then afterwards he went out <laughs> to nightclubs or at least one, maybe two. So just a really, really bad night and bad look for James Harden. Um, everybody's been talking about it, to say the least. Uh, but it was really just truly unbelievable to see. Uh, it was so shocking. Because, again, I can't emphasize this enough. It was a complete and utter departure in every statistical category from what we had seen night in, night out for the entire year. Uh, and, oh, by the way, there's been a couple other uh, playoff glitches, uh, you know, during his career since uh, his bad first series in the finals against the Heat. And uh, so we'll see where it all leads. Uh, but things are not good right now in James Harden land. That's for sure. Um Sticking with the NBA, I'm here in Boston, and there is a major, major buzz around the city for uh, Game 7 tonight, Celtics and Wizards. Uh, there's really nothing like uh, the city of Boston on the day of a Game 7. Uh, we're so lucky up here. We get a lot of them, it seems. Uh, and it is just... Uh, been building and building all weekend long, and the day is here. Celtics had that game six down in Washington uh, on Friday night. They, they had it. They were up five with a minute, minute and a half to go. And then Isaiah Thomas, who uh, has just played spectacularly, obviously, uh, 
he turned it over. Bradley Beal comes down, hits a three-pointer. Suddenly, everything changes. And then John Wall uh, hit the seismic three-pointer to win the game. And uh, uh, everybody in Boston today is worried about what I'm worried about, which is simply John Wall. Is John Wall tonight going to take his game, uh, his 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 everything, his overall number one pick, his career to the next level. Uh, nobody in Boston will ever forget, and I've talked about this many times, uh, LeBron James coming in in 2012 in game six in Boston with uh, all the odds against him and uh, having one of the great performances uh, I've ever seen in person. I was covering the game. Uh, his epic 45-point uh, 15-20 rebound game. He went on to win Game 7, and that was, as I like to say, the night that LeBron James was born. And there's just uh, deep concern given the amazing things we've seen from John Wall, albeit sometimes inconsistent, that uh, tonight is the night to uh, uh, for him to become John Wall. Uh, to establish a legacy and go on from there. Certainly the three-point shot to win the game uh, on the other night was uh, quite the starting point. So the question is, will it continue tonight? As we all know, they've been, every home team has won every game this year. Uh, Both the Wizards and the Celtics have never seen, have never played in a game seven before a crowd like they're going to see tonight. That's for darn sure. So uh, that is going to be uh, really, really fun to watch. Uh, see who steps up, see who doesn't. Nothing like a game seven, as we all know. Best two words in sports. And uh, it is just going to be a special, special night uh, down the road from where I'm speaking now at the, uh, at the Boston Garden. Well, my bizarre story of the week is the sticking with Washington is the uh, sudden Washington D.C. sports curse. Uh, I'm of course referring to the Washington Capitals, who lost Game Seven at home after finally fighting back uh, after all the years of playoff disappointments to win Game Five. Uh, at home, and then Game 6 in Pittsburgh. Amazing victory, a franchise victory, maybe the biggest one in the history of the franchise, and then coming home and losing Game 7. It was the same night that the Wizards got blown out uh, big time in Game 5 here in Boston. It was also the same night the Nationals were playing the Orioles, and they didn't show up. So on what was... Set up to be a, an epic Washington, D.C. sports night. Turned into tremendous disappointment. Uh, the Washington Capitals absolutely are cursed. A lot of people were saying Alexander Ovechkin should be traded. Turns out apparently he was injured. Uh, but they're just not getting it done. Uh, the statistics are nothing short of amazing. That they've never made it past the second round of the playoffs it's just uh hard to believe and uh given that you know numerous times including this year 
They have won the President's Cup for having the best regular season. Uh, I think the Penguins are something that sounds like 7-0 and against them. I think they've won maybe three or more Game 7s in Washington. So Sidney Crosby getting it done down there. Uh, so, yeah, the D.C. sports curse is suddenly uh, seems to be a real thing. I don't know that you could throw the Wizards in there tonight if they lose. It, it won't help, but I don't think they've been in enough gut-wrenching losses like the Capitals for them to qualify. And the Nationals have had their share of, uh, of you know, uh, playoff losses in recent years. Uh, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's real. And, uh, let's just say that the Redskins haven't exactly been, uh, lighting it up in recent years either. So, uh, we shall see. So the DC sports curse to a large degree could, uh, could somewhat be broken if the wizards can break through tonight, but it won't be easy. So we shall see. So now let's take our break. And next up will be our weekly call in expert, AP Stedham. Obama Magazine. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham of Bama Magazine, joins us. And A.P., how are you doing today? I'm doing just great, John. I'm around Birmingham, Alabama today, bright and sunny. Oh, good. Well, I wish I could say the same for here. It's been two straight days of rain finally letting up uh but summer starts tomorrow ap no spring in new england this year just winter (laughs) and it's been horrible as i've mentioned a few times tomorrow 70 wednesday 80 
Thursday, 90. And here comes summer. So, uh, and it can't come too soon for me. And for most of the rest of New England, it has been a harsh, harsh two and a half months from literally March 1st. I mean, winter was mild till then, AP. From March 1st through literally today, it's in the 40s. It's been awful. So, but it, but it ends tonight. As I heard someone say once, I feel your pain. Yep, yep. Well, it'll make it all the more satisfying because, like, it's it's over. It's clearing just in time for what is yet another special night in Boston. And of course, I'm referring to Game Seven. AP, you spent a lot of time here in New England. Uh, I, I gotta say, I don't know that there's any American city that gets more of a buzz than Boston on a, on the day of a game seven. I mean, it's just been building all weekend since the Friday night loss, uh, on John Wall's tremendous three pointer to, to win at the end. And, uh, and Boston is in full fire right now for game seven. I mean, there is a serious buzz. Tickets are literally impossible to come by. Uh, and what ones are out there are the lowest I've seen are 160 bucks, which is high, believe it or not. It just is for the worst seat in the house in the garden. So it's, it's exciting. I mean, you've been here. You know, there's really just yeah. nothing like it. Yeah, there's nothing like the buzz at the Boston Garden with Game 7. I mean, like you said, they've been cooped up wintertime. This is their yep. sport. You know, if the hockey's not going good, then the basketball takes over. But, yeah, I, I can't wait to, to see what happens. And uh, they've had some series in the past. And they probably brought up some of those maybe from the 70s probably, right? Have, have been in the local newspapers maybe? Oh, absolutely. I think their record all-time in Game 7s at the Garden is something that sounds like 15-3, and three, maybe 18-3. and three. But it was undefeated until not that long ago when the Orlando Magic, I still remember this, come in on a Sunday night with Dwight Howard and, uh, you know, beat the Celtics in what was their first ever Game 7 loss in Boston. Uh, I'm guessing it was six, eight years ago. But what's extra exciting about tonight is, you know, it's really, it's the first Game 7 under this new regime. You know, yeah. let's not forget, up until three weeks ago, you know, Brad Stevens had never won a playoff series, nor had this current team. Um, they did. They got that done, of course. And uh, and now here they are. So, the, you know, neither team has ever really been in a game seven, let alone in Boston, with what is going to be one of the all-time rabid crowds. So, it, again, this is amped up, this electricity in the city. And I think tonight's crowd is going to be, you know, unlike anything we've seen because it's been a few years. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's always nice to watch a good guard play too, right, John? You, you, those guys. Oh yeah. They've been out, you know, you know, they, they handle the ball and they have such skills. So it's nice to watch that instead of a center-dominated type series. So it, it'll be fantastic, I'm sure. Oh no doubt. I mean, you know. We we both know Isaiah Thomas and John Wall are the stars. Yet the the the, the, the two <laughs> other guards, specifically Avery Bradley, uh, has really elevated his game career high in the, in the first half, last in Game Five last week, uh, twenty five points in the first half. Celtics just blew him out. Um, but I was thinking of you 
the other night when John Wall, uh, who has show, put on some of the more amazing moves I've seen in recent memory. I mean, this is just spectacular stuff we're seeing from him. He's a little inconsistent, but, you know, you watched him play in the SEC. You're familiar, you know, covering Alabama, i.e. the SEC, meaning Kentucky. You know, number one overall pick. He's had, you know, a good career, but nothing like what we've seen in, in these playoffs. Uh, let's not forget he went off to, you know, he went off in that final game in Atlanta to single-handedly, you know, end that series in Atlanta. And, you know, for him, uh, Friday night, his buzzer shot, obviously the biggest shot of his NBA career. So everybody in Boston right now, AP, is worried. Uh, is this the night John Wall, you know, uh, starts his legacy? Uh, is he going to go off tonight? That is the question. Yeah, they should be, John, because... Right, you know, he's I capable. Recall, I recall him at, at Kentucky. He was so athletic... It was so difficult just to stop him from penetrating. Big, strong guard could jump, and just physically, he was just a difficult matchup. And when he set his mind to go into the basket, it's almost impossible to stop him. And he is so fast. I don't know. He, on Friday night, he did near the end of the game, fourth quarter, I believe, he did a spin move that was just at full speed. That was just one of those things you you know you rarely see, if ever. Uh, you know, it, it was a, a show-stopping moment. He's a little inconsistent. And by that, I, I just mean, you know, he did not have a good first half on Friday night. He's been doing this a little bit in the playoffs, and this is, you know, and by that, I mean, I wouldn't call it a disappearing act. Uh, we'll leave that to James Harden. But, uh, you know, <laughs> he'll, he'll uh, but, you know, he, he has pedestrian quarters and halves even, which he did on Friday night. But then he like comes in, and but then he can literally take over a game. One of the interesting things about Friday night's play is, you know, uh, when they were taking that ball in with five seconds to go, it came out afterwards. The play was to go to Bradley Beal. Uh, by the way, he's the other he he's the other number two guard who's having you know, <laughs> right. He's not having a great series per se. I mean, he's again a little inconsistent, but. Uh, he's there when he needs to be, and he put up some huge shots again on Friday night and before. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so the the guy bringing it in for the Caps with five seconds to go was having real trouble, and it looked like he was just about to get flagged when John Wall came running down the sideline from the corner to towards this guy who was out closer to midcourt. And, you know, basically almost literally grabbed the ball out of his hands, <laughs> stopped, dribbled, and fired up one from well beyond the three-point mark that he made to win, you know, to win the game. So I thought that part of the play was a little uh, overlooked, shall we say. Um, great mental awareness on his part to literally run right down to where the guy basically just handed it to him from, you know, out of bounds, and uh, Wall took it from there. But, yeah, you know, you're right. Great guard play, you know. Isaiah Thomas, who had 53 in one of these games, and <laughs> carrying the burden of his sister being tragically uh, killed in an auto accident right at the beginning of the playoffs. And then Avery Bradley, as I mentioned, 
John Wall and of course, you know, Bradley Beal. Uh, it's as good as it gets in the NBA. And we're talking, you know, people like Steph Curry as well uh, and Kyrie Irving. But what we're seeing from these four is really special stuff. Yeah, I really like watching these these pair of guards go against each other, and then they're going to have a chance to play play Cleveland, which is, of course, the big dog of that side. And uh, but it'll be new for somebody like Brad Stevens if he's able to you know win that seventh game and and go back to the Midwest and have a chance to to play against the defending national champion Cleveland. But just I mean, if you got, I don't know if you've ever been to a seventh game in the Garden, John. I've been to some playoff oh, yeah. games in the Garden. But the seventh game, it's unbelievable. I mean, going way back, I mean, I think the Knicks came in there one time, had a hot shooting night and beat them. And yep. uh, usually Boston, they're pretty good on that seventh game at home. Oh, yeah. I've been to a few. I've been, I'm very lucky. And I have been to a few. And there's, again, nothing quite like it. Um, and, again, I, I can just feel where this is headed that, uh, you know, it's been a while, and this particular group of Celtics, let alone Wizards, you know, they just haven't been in a Game 7. Uh, t- careers are going to get defined tonight, AP. They really are. You know, Brad Stevens, you mentioned, John Wall, for sure. For sure. You know, it feels like if John Wall doesn't carry them to victory, especially given their lame efforts, <laughs> you know, in Boston, certainly in Game 5. <laughs> You know that he's going to be held responsible, much like you know, you know we all know how that works. You know the we'll call it the Alexander Ovechkin syndrome. It doesn't matter what happens if the Wizards don't win tonight. You you sense that maybe John Wall's going to be held responsible. Granted, he doesn't have the history of Ovechkin with playoff failures, but but do you agree with that? He is going to be held responsible one way or the other. Oh oh yes, it's the stars. I mean, they're getting right. The most money, they're probably going to take the most shots. They're going to have the, the ball in their hands for the most minutes. Uh, the coach is going to run the plays for them specifically. It's all on his shoulders. Now, those seventh games, John, every once in a while, there's somebody that emerges from the crowd and, and has a hot night, which can happen, and that's what will take you to victory. I mean, there'll be a big surprise on both sides that this person – scores 20 points, let's say, uh, or yep. has a lot of rebounds or just has a good game with assists or something. But there's, there's always a seventh game surprise. Absolutely. You know, we see it often in baseball, maybe a little less so in basketball, but, you know, you often see it throughout a game or certainly with a last-minute shot. Uh, and you're absolutely right, AP. Uh, unlikely heroes more often than not emerge. And it is going to be, you know, uh, really something to see. Uh, but to me, it's all about kind of John Wall tonight. Uh, and just, you know, the John Wall, the garden crowd, the unfamiliarity with everybody. And for that, that's from, that's every player on both teams. It's Brad Stevens. It's all of it. Uh, so I think it's really going to be uh, compelling theater, to put it mildly. Yeah, there's no question about it. And, you know, Boston, I mean, they're so used to this, John. They're right. used to having these seventh games. So now it's, it's, like you said, this new set of players, new era, brand new head coach, young guy they brought in. It was ex- experimental, and, and the formula seems to be working. I mean, they made, they made the right selection with Brad Stevens, and it all came together for them and the organization. Right, right. 
No, it's, you know, one thing I love is everybody's embracing it. The Celtics, you know, very, from Isaiah to, to Brad Stevens are just embracing it. Uh, you, you know, they've got the fact they're playing at home. Keep in mind, no, no road team has won a game this entire year uh, between these two teams. So the Celtics, you know, they have a little added boost knowing it's in the garden. Uh, what they did in Game 5, uh, you know, the last time they were there was remarkable. The game of the year. I, um, the best game they've played under Brad Stevens, period. And, uh, right. you know, but Washington is also embracing it. And Wall clearly recognizes uh, this is his moment to go to that next level of uh, super, superstardom in the NBA, to be in that elite conversation. And tonight's the night when he can make that happen. Yeah, and I don't think any of these players, I mean, I haven't seen John, they shy away from taking those shots. I mean, the Celtics oh, gosh, no. the playoffs, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, I'm looking at their stats. I mean, they have the four players averaging double figures. I mean, if you get three of them play well tonight, I mean, that should be good enough. Correct. Correct. Uh, no doubt about it. Well, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Eight o'clock tonight, Eastern time. Uh, uh, appointment television. To put it mildly, and AP, hard to believe, we've come to the end of our uh, first segment. Lots more to get to, especially uh, uh, on the NBA front. Uh, yesterday's Warriors uh, Spurs epic, but we'll do so on the other side of this break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now... Back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-888-346-9144. Or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham of Bama Magazine. And 
AP, we are discussing Celtics-Wizards Game 7 tonight at the Garden. But yesterday we had a game that was worthy of being a Game 7. That, of course, was... <laughs> that, yeah, that, it felt like Game 7. That, of course, was Game 1 of the Spurs-Warriors Western Conference Finals. And, AP, I heard an interesting stat that is not surprising, but nonetheless amazing. Before yesterday, Greg Popovich had been 302-0 and zero when leading a game by 25 points. Obviously, that record fell yesterday. It's an amazing record, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, but, you know, it's all about Kawhi Leonard getting, you know, getting hurt midway through the third quarter when I think the lead was around 23 or so. And yeah. boom, that just opened the door and the Warriors swooped right in. John, that stat, 300-plus games, and you've won every time. I mean, that that's uh, maybe that's one of the best of all time. Or, I mean, yeah, that's me, it seems. Me either. I, was, uh, I loved it. That's why, that's why I brought it up. I just, that's a grabber. I mean, especially like Greg Popovich. I mean, if anybody could stop the bleeding, uh, he's, a, he's a person that would come up with something to, to – uh, you know, sl- slow that down, but obviously he's a, he's a mastermind. He couldn't do it himself. But on the other side, yeah, those two players, what they end up with, 74 between them, John, 40 and 34 points, uh, Durant yeah. and, uh, and Steph. Yeah, Steph going off in the third quarter, AP, that's one thing. We've seen it before, but what we haven't seen before is, you know, and what was fascinating to me about that game more than any other single factor, and there was lots of them, was, you know, Kevin Durant. You know, obviously a new member of the Warriors, uh, great player. We've and but he stepped up big time in the fourth quarter. He carried that team to victory in the fourth quarter, and it was really fun to see. Um, you know, he hasn't won a championship yet. Uh, he's frankly he he's been all business for the last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? No more nice, no more Mister Nice Guys teams and. Uh, <laughs> He is a man on a mission, and yesterday I thought that he played like that and just yeah. reaffirmed what we've all been seeing for the last year or two, both his last year at OKC and this year with the Warriors. And, the, again, no more Mr. Nice Guy. He is he is just hell-bent on winning an NBA championship. That's why he went there, obviously. And yesterday he, uh, he delivered. So uh, that bodes well for the Warriors and maybe not so well for – uh, the Spurs, and potentially the Cavs. Yeah, Kevin Durant, I mean, when you have a game, especially in that first one that sets the tone for the series, right. and he comes with, with all those points, uh, yeah, that doesn't bode well for the, re- the remaining opponents because he's on board. He, he uh, you know, took the weight on his shoulders besides Steph Curry. He didn't wait for Steph Curry, although Steph performed magnificently as well. But he jumped right in there and said, I'm going to be a part of this success and this come-from-behind victory in this historic moment myself. So that, that's Golden State, that's something different, as you, as you stated. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, it just – I want to be careful how I say this. There's time, the Warriors have been so good this past couple of years that it's a little easy to, quote, forget about Kevin Durant. Like, I have to remind myself <laughs> that Kevin Durant's on the team, if you know what I'm saying, because they're just right. been so good. Right. 
Uh, and boy, <laughs> I don't think I'll need any more reminding after yesterday. Uh, <laughs> no, you know. Yeah, now he now he kind of set himself up, John. Right? You, if something's going wrong with Steph, you're saying, "Well, where's Durant?" Right. I, I think now we're, we're. I think we've arrived there, AP. I truly do. It's you know, and Draymond and Clay Thompson did not have uh, special games by any means, and so it was all about you know. They're two best players, clearly, which are now, you know, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. And, uh, you know, I loved it. I mean, I, I think, you know, Kevin Durant has always been a likable guy. It's a great MVP speech, things like that. Tribute, you know, thanking his mother, the real MVP, and on and on and on. And uh, so I, I think, generally speaking, you know, people would like to see Kevin Durant win a title. I know there's detractors, didn't like him going to Golden State and on and on, but uh, I'll speak for myself. I, you know, I'd like to see it and I'd like to see him play a major role and boy, it just whets the appetite for what feels like the inevitable series with the Cavs that uh, is going to be World War Three. and uh, <laughs> you know, as I said last week, it's, it, you know, it's reminding me now of Celtics-Lakers of the 80s, which is you know, the, the coolest thing that's ever happened to the NBA, period. It took them to the next yeah. level. Yeah, that was that, wasn't that about three years or three out of four years, John, in, in the 80s, the Lakers and the Celtics? Exactly. And, and the, then the Lakers get the best of them two to one on that? They did. They did, yes. Um, exactly. And, uh, yeah, speaking of game sevens, I mean, to me, you know, in my lifetime, it's tough to hit so tough, but it, because they won the championship at the all time game seven in the garden for me in the old garden was, uh, you know, 1984 when they beat the Lakers. That's the one when Larry Bird was basically mowing people down as he left, as he hustled <laughs> off the floor because they mobbed the floor like we don't see today. But boy, uh, but that's the all time game seven. But there's been so many, you know, uh, you know. Uh, to say the least. And uh, so, yeah, it's, but you know, Durant, uh, I, I think that's really the number one fascinating sidebar of these playoffs is, is he going to perform when the moment, you know, when the moment beckons and yesterday it did and he did. Uh, you know, we talk rivalries, you, you know, Celtics Lakers, that of course means magic bird. Uh, you know, Le Durant has clearly been the number two guy to uh, LeBron for throughout his career, and now he's got the horsepower. You know, uh, the horsepower behind him as a member of the Warriors. Uh, but I, I think if those two teams get to the finals, and it sure appears almost a fait accompli. Uh, Durant, LeBron, head to head could be, you know, the Epic. the most fascinating part of that series. It really could be. Yeah, that'll be his moment. It sure will be the epic uh, match matchup between those two. Who, you know, LeBron's had the better, as you said. So Kevin will have his, his chance to overcome that image. Correct, and you know, although it could be Durant's breakthrough moment. I think any of us who've watched LeBron over the years would say unequivocally that, you know, since Durant has clearly been, you know, uh, 
considered the number two player in the NBA for many years now, right behind LeBron, uh, that LeBron, this will be LeBron's thing if those two meet in the playoffs. And, and what I mean by that is keeping, Le, keeping Kevin Durant clearly as the number two player, not challenging <laughs> LeBron as the number one player, I think is going to be the number one motivating factor for LeBron should those two teams meet. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I just, I just can't wait. I mean, I'd really like to see that series. I mean, if, if Boston gets in there, fine. You know, I'm, I'm happy for them and, and that type of thing, or San Antonio. But I think everyone's really hoping for that number three, that number three series where Cleveland meets Golden State. And uh, a little bit different this year, of course, with Durant. And, um, you know, hope everybody's healthy. And let's see what happens in that, that third series. Absolutely, AP. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to probably produce the biggest ratings numbers in the history of the NBA. I'm not sure how it all works out, given, you know, things, demographics have changed, as we all know. Uh, but, you know, that's going to be the all-time appointment television. Uh, you know, like it was with Celtics-Lakers, I can remember, you know, you just planned that two-week period. You planned your schedule around Celtics-Lakers games. Absolute don't misses, and I'm already feeling <laughs> this way. Put it this way. I already know that the NBA Finals begin on Thursday, June 1st. So I've already like got that on my calendar. Um, right. And, you know, I'm sure when I, you know, I mean, the, the dates are already set. So I just need to go in and fill them all in, but I already have June 1st marked down. Um so, yeah, it is going to be really, really fun to watch uh, if it comes to pass. And there's no reason to believe otherwise. They're undefeated. I mean, it's remarkable, AP, that, you know, the Warriors went to 9-0 and yesterday in the postseason. The Cavs are, of course, at 8-0 in the postseason, awaiting the winner of tonight's Celtics-Wizards game. And uh, this is just special stuff we're seeing. You know, I... America loves dynasties. It can be the Steelers. It can be the the older Celtics, uh, the Yankees. You know, it's the it's the classic love them or hate them, but you're going to watch scenario, and uh, that's that's where we're headed for. So it's I think it's just going to be great. I really do. No, let's keep in mind no no team has ever no two teams have ever met three times in a row in the finals. Not even the Celtics Lakers. Yeah, when you put it in that context, John, not even the Celtics or the Lakers in the, in the finals like that, that's that's, an, that's amazing. I, I would have thought that maybe the old Lakers and the Celtics, Celtics in the 60s, from the 60s, right. exactly. I would have thought that too. But I was, that's what's been, been put out there, uh, uh, it's news to me. Exactly. Way P, uh, hard to believe we've quickly come to the, uh, the end of another segment. Uh, so why don't we take our break now? Still have a few things to get to on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now, back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I'm your host, John Inglesby. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham of Bama Magazine. And my pick of the week for appointment viewing is, of course, no surprise, tonight's Celtic Wizards Game 7 from the Boston Garden should be special. And A.P., something that was not so special, speaking of NBA basketball, was last week's performance, if you want to call it that, by James Harden, where he pulled one of the biggest no-shows in the history of sports, literally, in my mind, uh, by just not showing up and being a completely 100% different player from what he was all year long when he is uh, one of the two finalists to get the MVP this year. And AP, here's the way I would say it, and this is what I was thinking of as I was watching it in disbelief. I got my answer finally after all these years of why, because I've always wondered why did the Oklahoma City Thunder trade him after... (laughs) after that horrible series he had in his first finals against the Miami Heat six, eight years ago, whatever it was. Um, I always wondered about that, especially as his career has blossomed and whatnot. And, you know, I always thought, although he was terrible when a no-show in that series, I always thought, well, you know, just kind of attribute it to first times in the finals and, you know, we'll let, you know, give him a pass on that one, but. Obviously, they didn't. I've always kind of wondered about that, and I felt like I got my answer on Thursday night. They saw something then that everybody saw on Thursday night in in my way of thinking. Yeah, John. I mean, I mean that was an incredible uh, negative moment. I mean, I don't know how you erase that scar from your your performances, I mean, in the Correct. seventh game, what, I mean, what did he take, 11 shots, a couple shots he made for 10 points? Um, he, he's the person that scores during warm-ups. Right, everything he did all year long, what he's known for, shooting, driving, getting fouled, hitting foul shots, 
it all just disappeared. Uh, it, it was just the craziest thing. It was like, you know, Stephen A., you know, was hitting on it pretty good saying, you know, the day after the night of, you know, that wasn't, that was not James Harden, you know, and he, he's right. I mean, he was pretty funny. I thought, you know, calling for an investigation and stuff like that, but <laughs> it was <laughs> such, who, who yeah, was it was man? exactly. It was just such a, <laughs> such a night and day departure from the player we watched all year who still may win the MVP and, uh, Put it this way, I, I, I think for his own sake, he I hope he doesn't win the MVP. I'm not saying he's not deserving, but to me, if he wins it, it's just going to resurrect, you know, finally a couple days have passed and it's sort of quieted down, except people like me and you, <laughs> you know, talking about it five days later. because It's our first shot to talk about it, first chance. Right. But boy, if he, if he wins the MVP AP, it's just going to like dredge this right back up to the surface again and ignite uh, further debate about what really happened, uh, which nobody knows, wasn't injured apparently, uh, you know, and he, of course went out afterwards, seen at the clubs, uh, just the whole pay, the whole thing, the whole package that has finally died down, uh, you know, and nothing will put it, you, you know, nothing will keep it quiet like games like yesterday and hopefully a game like tonight, you know, we'll put this in the rear view mirror better than that but if he wins the mvp i think it's just gonna like reignite it <laughs> so he, he he may be better off not winning it <laughs> yeah i mean it's like a, a tattoo he's wearing right now that if he's gonna yeah. have that removed it's gonna take something further on down the road in his career because if he gets that mvp award there'll be an asterisk next to it john will be oh yeah remember the year that james harden won won the mvp award and he disappeared in the seventh game, and we'll never let that happen again. We'll never let him live it down until he wins another uh, seventh game or, ha- you know, has a spectacular, uh, you know, if he wins the championship, maybe. And, he, and even then, they'll still just have it in the, the footnotes as well. Correct, correct, yeah. Well, again, you know, when you finally get that game six back in your home court, and, and that's like the kicker to all of this, that, you know, the game was at home. I mean, that's really, you know, as we've been discussing with the Celtics and Wizards in tonight's game being at home is just that uh, everybody, myself included, I think, just assumed, okay, you know, they're going to win, you know. Uh, correct me if Kawhi Leonard did not play in that game, right? He sat it out. Yeah. Yeah. Tony so, Park- I mean, yeah, here's so, your And Tony Parker's out. I mean, and Tony Parker's yeah. out for the year. So they, they're two best Arguably, their two best players, along with Aldridge, were out of that game. That's right. I hadn't mentioned that yet. Yeah, so you have the opportunity to really lay it on them at home. Yeah, exactly. And your, your fans, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're looking for a big win. This is our chance. The, the door is open for us, and our star player disappears. It's a, it's a ghost. Exactly. It's just... Uh, you know, it's not going to go away, MVP or no MVP, until somehow, some way, it gets answered. And as we both know, being in the media, uh, it always comes out. I don't know what it is. There may be nothing, but somewhere, some way, down the line, uh, and it may be Harden just talking about it or whatever, uh, whatever it may be. It seemed like more, more most importantly. 
And and I you know it didn't seem like here there was any physical issue. It all, it totally seemed mental, and that's why everybody's so mystified. There was something going on between the ears that night. It seems more than anything physical. Yeah, he didn't have a good explanation, and then no. he's going to have to think about it all summer. You know, this one of those type of moments where you you're trying to go to a, a deserted island and just walk around and just <laughs> rejuvenate all those you know negative things and to try to make them go away and you're going to bring them they're going to be right in the forefront of your mind until next season and he's going to be motivated I, I would think so because you know he's been a tremendous offensive player his whole career but this is something that I, I can't explain he couldn't explain and but you know you don't want to race those things unless you do it you know within the next couple of years in his career correct and just a final note uh, this was not, you know, I'm not a James Harden basher. I, I like, I respect no. what he's done throughout his career. You know, I, I hold, no. you know, I, it's not like I, I wanted to see. If anything, I was disappointed. I was ready for a great game six, and it didn't happen. Uh, you, you know, and when you lose by 39 points, stunning number. Uh, stunning, stunning number, actually. Uh, you know, it just leads to discussions like this. Uh, but AP... We're down to the last couple minutes here, but I do want to note uh, great news that American Athletic Conference Commissioner Mike Oresco just had his contract extended through 2022. You and I both have covered the AAC, and we both think very highly of Mike Oresco, who's treated both of us and the rest of the media wonderfully. Uh, I'm thrilled. The news literally just came out within the past hour, so I think it's awesome. Yeah, Mike's a tremendous administrator. He's someone that can bring people together. He's someone that has a vision. Uh, he's prepared. Um, he knows all the nuances of, of um, college, dealing with college presidents, college athletic directors. He, he, loves, he loves the sport of football. I mean, basketball. I mean, you know, he, you know he's responsive to all the sports, but he's just a historian. He, he's followed it since he was a child. I mean, so he he's like a little kid, but he's got great skills, um, and he's able to lead a conference and uh, provide them with all the resources they need to succeed. Absolutely. Very, very likable guy, to put it mildly. Uh, very qualified, and I think he's taken the AAC further than anybody uh, could have imagined, let's not forget, the AAC is the, you know, he he created that out of the ashes of the old Big East. Well, no easy chore, to put it mildly. And uh, all done during conference realignment. And uh, it's going to be fun to have him around. And they, they, they've uh, played in some big time games in both basketball and football and Again, uh, I think we're going to see a lot more to come now. Yeah, um, Mike Oresco, I mean, one thing about him, if there's something to be had from a situation, you know, an opportunity, like I said, Mike has the vision, he has the uh, resources, he has the skill to get things done. And he's always promoting the AAC, and he's always trying to get them in the best position, whether it's on television or in a tournament or provide guidance to the athletic directors and how they need to improve their programs. 
Exactly right. Well said, AP. Hard to believe we're at the end of the show. Let's not forget that Mike and the AAC just added Memphis to uh, to the conference uh, just a few weeks back, really, maybe a month or two. Uh, so it should be fun. But AP, as always, uh, thank you for calling with your great perspective. And uh, we appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much, John. It's my pleasure. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports. And we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks again for tuning in to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And we'll talk sports again next week.